Let me just eliminate all of the white noise for They're you. They're counting on you not understanding what this is all about. They want to create conflict. They want to create this chaos. They want you to be stupid. This is the Conservative Daily Podcast with Joe Waldman. Yeah, I'm a threat because I'm telling you what the Constitution says. And Max McGuire. The flak is the heaviest when the bomber is right above the target about to open the bomb bay doors. And now the Conservative Daily Podcast is on the air. Welcome back. Another edition of the Conservative Daily Podcast. My name is Max McGuire. My name is Joe Oltman. Special guest on the show tonight. So why don't we, uh, without further ado, we welcome on Mr. Scott K. We got the hatchet man on tonight. Scott, welcome to the show. Scott. Mr. Producer, Scott. See you guys. Oh, man. Oh, there he is. By the way, there he is. Let's go. Let's get to the bottom of this right away before we say anything else. It's a tomahawk. It's not a hatchet. It's not an axe. It's a tomahawk. It's a difference. There's a difference. Man, I could, I'm glad I didn't see you before you got on here so that you could be like, <laughs> did he just call it a hatchet? Oh, oh no, he didn't. Oh, no. I was looking oh. for it. I was going to have it in my hand. I'm like, where the hell is I'm, it? Where's my tomahawk? I'm coming. I'm coming to Colorado. Uh, last time I was there, I had a little bit of a, a run in. Had to be nice to someone <laughs> that I wanted to hatch it. I mean, tomahawk. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That part's true. So, uh, how are you guys? I'm good. How are you? Good. I'm doing good, man. I'm back home finally. And, uh, God, I've been home for two weeks. Place is a mess. I offloaded that the bus and the trailer and and there's you know i'm not motivated to put it all back i'm not my desk is a wreck is crap everywhere i'm like i'm a total clean freak i'm like totally anal and uh this stuff's driving me crazy so uh, uh, and i'm too tired to burn out to do you know do my do my cleaning duty but all all in all it's good to be back home finally so so where have you been well, we, we started the tour. The second tour we started last year yeah. was May was was September 29th. So we set sail, and I saw you, you know, literally days a, day, days after that at Clay Clark's. And then you come out with us in Denver. That was the first official event. Um, uh, yeah, that was a kind of a rocky start on that. We were supposed to have this all set up before the second tour started. We had a quote unquote rock star event planning team. It's going to knock it out. I show up with the microphone. Yeah. We were four days away from our first event before we actually found a venue in Denver. <laughs> so kind of had a run and shoot offense again, uh, putting the events together as we went on this three-month schedule, you know, two two events a week. But anyway, so we just finished up in uh, Phoenix on the, on the 15th of December. We took all the equipment to Vegas, put it in a RV park. The bus was there. And then I just spent a month up there uh, getting in Dr. Sandra Rose Michaels' uh, Tesla scaler. Uh, healing room for you know night few nights five six nights there and got a bunch of practitioners up there that wanted to have at it with me try to tune me up so got a lot of a lot of good free work um yeah so that's that was about a month and i was still exhausted because i had to still do the show which means i had to keep traveling to where i was shooting uh like a half an hour over and back and and you know, lead time and i was there to rest to finally rest got no rest <laughs> came back home and uh now starting to rest so that's where we were, man. We were all over the country. We did two tours around the country, uh, seven, seven, nine months, seven out of the last nine months. Uh, we've been on the road. Well, I got, I got to tell you, go ahead. Sorry, Max. Go ahead. I was just going to say, wow, lots of people don't realize. I mean, there's sometimes people go on tour 
and they go to one city and then they fly home. They go to another city, fly home. But it sounds like you were on the road most of this time. Yeah, nonstop. I mean, um, yeah, it was uh, fir first tour. First tour, we started May 29th last year. That was a tough one because we were doing events every day, like five, six, eight hour drives across, you know, country, uh, get there in time for another event. These were all, out, all outdoors too. They were blistering hot sunshine. We had Lee Dundas was pulling her mobile stage behind her SUV, Sasha Stone. I had my bus, of course, so I had it easier than anybody else traveling. And that was a, that was a, that was a coach that I leased and it was more like a, a touring band coach. Um, but it was still tough because I spent all, most of my time on my bike. Uh, we had a trailer that hauls that and, um, in that blistering sun, you know, it went all, it went throughout the summer and then, and then we come back, I got sick and, uh, we got hit with some, you know, weapons and that kind of shit. And so then, uh, the next, uh, month we had a two month break. One month was recovering from that illness. And then the second month I had off was planning the next tour. We got that underway on a 29th. This was easier because I went and bought a coach, uh, more of a, lug a luxury RV type of motor coach. Um, same, same type of Prevo, you know, same coach, but type, but it's built more for, you know, pop outs to make the whole living area bigger pop outs to make the bedroom bigger in the back. And it was Joel, Joel's been there, you know, it's, it's not, it's an easy way to travel if you're going to, but, and we only did two events a week, but still there's just a lot of logistics that goes with all that. And, you know, you're meeting people constantly, even when you're not on at an event, you're meeting people prior to, and, uh, you know, and I'm not, not complaining. I mean, it's, it was a great experience. I know the next tour we have, I'm going to, I'm going to try to harness Joe there <clears throat> to come out again uh, when we're in well, the West. I think personally, bit. we should just do one across the, do a unity tour. I think the unity tour is something we should do. Um, you know, and by the way, two events a week is tough because the other days in between that, when you're not riding your motorcycle, you're having to just sharpen your tomahawk. <laughs> <laughs> Take some scalps, too. baby. Take some scalps. Let's go. Take Dr. some scalps. Sharp. Yeah. We go hunting the other days. <laughs> well, well scott scumbags we're hunting scumbags and mtps have you been thinking at all about taking this tour up to ottawa because there seems to be a lot of people driving up to ottawa these days yeah I, we 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 um that's one of the things we want to do because we have a huge patriot street fighter following in canada and they've been begging me all last year you know please come to canada come to canada uh, with what's going on there getting across the border you know not taking the the uh, the killer jab uh, that mitigates that opportunity, but you know now that they're making some, you know making some headway at least on their assault on the coward that went and hid. Uh, now that's an MTP. You're saying was that like a parliamentarian uh, um, title or something? No, it's milk toast Trudeau. Just like I said, these people are he's in hiding now because we the people are fighting back. But until they break those barriers down to where we can get in Canada. If that happens by May of this year coming up, we will schedule, you know, a tour that goes across Southern Canada. We'll just include that in what we're doing. Well, you know, I don't know if you, I mean, what we heard came out of Canada, but um, we, we should probably bring up a couple of the posts uh, we had this morning, Max, that I thought were hilarious. I wasn't on the show this morning, so hey, thanks everyone for showing up. I got literally a hundred text messages. Joe, are you are you good? Or not text me emails. <laughs> if 100 people had my tech, if my phone number gets out there, we're gonna have a serious problem, right? No, but um, 
but there were some stuff that was put out there. And if you if you check out the Telegram, <laughs> I put a few of them out there. But they're honking the horn, Scott, in downtown Ottawa, and the train horn, and and people. <laughs> there there's one where a guy said that his wife pooped the bed. Yeah. <laughs> what? <laughs> she was she had yeah. food poisoning, and the horn, horn went off and it scared her, and she <laughs> blew it out. <laughs> What's that this, is a, to do with this is a real thing. This is a real thing that we're having conversations about. Do we have that, Mr. Producer? Yeah, yeah. Go ahead, put it on my screen. Put it on my screen. I spent all night last night. I was up to like 3 or 4 a.m. going through Reddit because Reddit has an Ottawa subreddit where everyone's just complaining all weekend. All right. And this person said, having the worst morning ever, my wife is sick with food poisoning. And this morning she got woken up by a train horn and sh- bed now i'm stuck waking up early doing laundry when all i wanted is to sleep and get some peace and quiet <laughs> this is this is a real thing and and, and but here's the problem these are mtps scott people these are mtps these are people oh that frankly i'm I, I do not feel bad i mean vengeance belongs to the I, lord I, but like a little I consequence a little here and there you don't wish that on anyone you don't wish that on anyone <laughs> But it's, 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 it's still funny. Lots of people saying that their cats were crapping the bed. Uh, there's lots of bed crapping going on in Ottawa this morning. And it's all I guess they were full of, form. They, yeah, well, it obviously tells you that a lot of those people up there are full of shit. Now we have the evidence. All right, literally. And it's all coming out. <laughs> literally coming out. It's all coming out. All of it's coming out. We're going to get to the bottom of it. Out. Yeah. They say we're gonna get bottom of this shit. It's all gonna come out. Well, I had no idea they were being literal. <laughs> it just started it first it dripped and then it blew out. It's like a small crack in the in the So so we you know, you've been all over the country, I've been all over the country, I have been uh being attacked by a lot of people on both sides. And um I say both sides because um people want me to take a side on the they say that I'm standing on a fence, Scott, and you you know that I'm not much of a fence a fencer. Uh, my daughter actually was pretty good at fencing, uh, but I don't sit on a fence. I sit with the American people. And so I, I, I've tried to get this, when I talk about unity, you know, that there's a huge amount of infighting that's happening right now. And so I've been gra- gathering Intel. And as I find out the things are, I, I, I use it as the yes or no, right? I use a null theory. If it's null, then if I can't prove it, I don't say it right. Loose lips sink ships. But, Anything you want to say about kind of all this infighting? You want to you want to give some advice or uh, you want to break out the hatchet? You were going to say you really want me to go down that? Or, okay, here we go. I kind of do. I do. I want you to go down it. Look, I'm tired of it. You want to know what I'm tired of? I'm tired of waking up every day saying you're supporting this person or not that person. And I get people that yell about Lynn Wood, and I'm like, how could you yell about Lynn Wood? He talks about Jesus all day long. Now. I have conversations with Linwood, right? And I'm like, listen. And then I have conversations with people who didn't like the interview that I gave with Clay Clark. They're like, well, you didn't ask tough questions. And I was like, I asked him if he was a Satanist. That was enough for me, right? I mean, I asked him some hard questions. I thought they were hard. Everybody else doesn't think they're hard. I can't win. No matter what I do, I can't win. Unless I stand up and start punching people and shooting people and standing on this side or... You know, hatcheting people around me, I can't win. Yeah, and you know what? Um, 
I don't. I haven't been dr dragged into that fight. Um, I and I, all I have to say is, is uh, you know, as far as whose side. Yeah, you just drug me in. Here we go. Who <laughs> I've commented. I've said, look, I don't. This thing going on between Lynn Wood, General Flynn, whatever. I said um, it's above my pay grade. Uh, I, I don't. I'm not deep enough into their realm to have an understanding. Uh, you know, I'll tell you. I'll say this. Uh, Lynn Woods, a, he's a badass. I mean, anybody who I never heard anybody publicly calling John Roberts a uh, rapist, pedophile, child trafficker, other than me, and that's just kind of expected. I heard Lynn Woods start to rain that down well over a year ago. I'm like, holy crap! And he went after some big targets. Yeah. So badass. Whatever reason he has to look at General Flynn, I know my friend Mike Jaco now has looked at Flynn, and he's got some real problems. He doesn't. I think he might have even said General is a traitor. You know, those are going to make me think, sit back and look, Mike Jaco, uh, he, to me, I mean, he's, he's just one of those guys. I, I have enormous respect for him and he's Mike, Mike's on my round table every other week has been for a long time. He's traveled with me on tour. Um, and, and I've listened to that interview that he did with Nino, David Rodriguez. And I'm like, wow, this stuff is real. There's some problems here, but you know, there's, to me, there's always some wiggle room possibly, but at the end of the day, I don't let anybody drag, they can attack me all they want. Like I had this, this, this turd come out recently and I rarely I rarely I never attack anybody ever on what they say but I will ca viciously counter attack if they say something stupid apparently this guy Phil Godlewski is his name Godlewski I never heard of him but I call him Goose Licker so he comes out <laughs> and he said he said he said I know that uh, three people have taken money from the cabal I know Mike Jaco Scott McKay and Alex Jones have taken money from the cabal somebody sent this to me I'm like who is this bag and I'm not talking about the way he looks I'll leave that out of it but who is this bag and so i'm like all right so of course i unloaded on them and uh and so uh so what happens is my audience and they're very very what should i say viciously protective of me because they know i tell the truth and i'm not full of shit and nobody could put me on a payroll i could have been doing this 20 years ago but i don't i didn't want i wanted my anonymity to to, to remain intact i come out in the open because this whole show forced me into the open four years ago but um, all this guy did was out himself as a convicted pedophile, a, a bank fraudster, etc. And they people just went after him. They got all this on this guy. They showed the court documents. They showed the arrest documents. You know, he was the guy's nearly thirty. He's banging a ninth grader. Like, how sick of a, a fork and scumbag do you have to be? Picture yourself nearly thirty banging a ninth grader. He's a baseball coach at a high school, so he's banging a ninth grader. So he's he's charged with this whole thing, statutory rape or whatever. And then he's uh, ripped. He wrote a false check for twenty one grand. Bank doctor bank document. He's a scumbag. I don't care how many views he gets. So this stuff pops up and hits me, and I'll just I'll just counterattack them viciously and then move on. I'll let my audience do the rest, and they do. They're great at it. Um, but I've had other people out here, Jill, uh, behind my back spreading all kinds of bullshit. I'll let it go for a while. If I meet them face to face after a while, then I'll confront them and, and they usually go away. But, you know, I try to keep that stuff more private um, because here's the way I look at it. There's one target for me, right? I, people say, who's pick a side, get out of my face. Don't, you, don't, you know, don't, you can't back me into any, anything stupid like that. And I think my, maybe the people that have seen me long enough, know. don't even go there with him. He'll say, you know what, go fork yourself. You milk toast scumbag. You're not adding to the fight. You're trying to muddy the waters. I have one target. That's the big one. That's Washington, D.C., the global pedophile trafficking ring of the Vatican, the royal families, D.C., the Kazarian mobsters. That's my target. 
right? And anybody else, I said this a year ago, anybody gets in my way of fighting this war, I'm just going to mow you right over because I'm not going to let anything stop me from going on the attack on the target. Right. Look, if there's infiltrators in our movement, there's infiltrators everywhere. Yeah, I don't I'm really just care. Like, okay. I mean, I, I'm, I'm like that. So I say the same thing. I was like, I don't care. Yeah, look, I, let some, I passed somebody else to go sniff out infiltrators. If they want to go sniff out infiltrators, great. That's not my job. My job is those scumbags at the District of Columbia and everybody associated with them, whether they're state legislators, corrupt mayors and, and police commissioners and sheriffs and all the corruption. That's my target, you know, and I just I stay there. So I let people say what they want. They can say what they want about me uh, unless they're if they, unless they're helping us make progress. They're completely irrelevant. Well, so, so uh, for, for me, and, and, it, and this is, I, I'm not even trying, I'm, I'm going to drop some truth bombs on you. So as I started looking into things, you know, I looked, you know, I, I spent a lot of time with, with Jovan Pulitzer. And, uh, you know, I never say anything unless I know. Like if I know for a fact, because the stakes are too high. And I use the, the person that Richard Jewell, the person that Lynn Wood represented that was falsely accused in the in the Olympic bombing in Atlanta mm -hmm. in Atlanta Georgia right and that they jumped to a conclusion that they 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 let the their circumstances actually spell something out they jumped to a conclusion if it wasn't for Lynn Wood Richard Jewell would have gone down as the guy that was the bomber in Atlanta Georgia but that's not what happened and Lynn fought for him for 15 years i mean long after Richard Jewell died Lynn Wood was still fighting to clear his name right so I've learned not to do that. But at the same time, when I start seeing things, now I, now I, have, to, I have to measure, Scott. I've got to measure what I see versus what is in the public interest. Like, does it, is it, does it, do I want to take away from all, and we're going to get to this, by the way, the election fraud in, that, that they've uncovered, you know, the unconstitutionality of the, of the ballots in Pennsylvania and so on and so forth. But I've got to weigh it against all that information that I know is happening that's true, it's factual, I got to weigh all of that information against whether or not it's the public good for me to go scorched earth on someone. Because I was going to drop, I mean, Scott, you ever heard me say a bad thing about anybody except for the radical left people that you would go after? Right? No. Nope. So when I get to the bottom of it and I see that that person could really do harm, then I'll say something softly, softly, softly. Max knows this about me. I'll say something. I'll say it again. If I say it four or five times, and I get to that point where my, my threshold is over. God help you because he's the only one that can. But we do have an obligation once we understand things to put it out there, I think. Right. Don't we? Yeah. You know, and, and I, I get what you're saying about, you know, you got to be measured uh, for certain reasons. And, um, you know, you know, I get away with a lot. It's pretty obvious um, things that I say, because as I said from the beginning, I'm going to say the truth. When I first started the tipping point, which is coming up at the top of the hour, we're talking two years ago. I came right out and said, George H.W. Bush is a child rapist, pedophile, trafficking, Nazi leader of the Fourth Reich scumbag who everybody thinks is a nice guy. I'm like, my God, who talks like that? Well, I'm going to because it's the only way you get people's attention. Number one, tell them the truth. You can't say this. You live in Dallas and Texas and these are Texans. Give a shit. The fact of the world won't say these things. I just say them. Let the chips fall where they may, you know, or my head comes off or whatever happens. But I, I and I, I understand, you, you know, you, you're managing this situation and measuring what you say. I'm like, fork all that. 
here's the truth. I'm going to say it. If that sends people into a cat fight, go ahead. All right. So let me then let me let me ask you a question. You said it. Let it roll. You said it. So I've never said this publicly. I said it to, um, I said it to somebody yesterday. So I was in D.C. on January 5th and January 6th. Right. I met with some of the most powerful people in 2020, uh, 2021. 2021. Yeah. Yeah. So January 5th, January 6th. You know the the insurrection that happened in in January. Yeah. So truth bomb, guys, you're going to want to share this. (laughs) All right. So I have questions. I have questions about motives and how people get involved in things. And I draw lines to everything. Right. And I can't get there. I I keep telling everyone I can't get there. The general Flynn would ever do anything harmful to our nation, but I can see how you could draw those conclusions based upon the interconnections of how they're connected to other people. Right. So I spent a ton of time in DC on the fifth and the sixth. I mean, I've told this story a hundred times. I was sitting mm-hmm. at the table on January 6th. I had just got done back from the State Department. I was presenting a, a, a deal. I put it up and I was like, hey, this is, this is how the election was stolen. By the way, my model on how the election was stolen inside the machines, which the machines stole the election, Scott, the machines, not ballot harvesters like they're trying to make you believe, not letting the news talk about that to, to uncover the fraud of 2020, the machines, the machines are fraudulent. I wrote a model. I told them on the 5th, that night, the 5th, before the 6th, what was going to happen on the, on the, in the Georgia election. It happened. The next day, I'm at the State Department because what I said was going to happen, happened. They're like, this guy, I don't even know how he knew, but he knew, right? I go and I sit in a room with Mayor Giuliani, sitting on one side. He's taking calls from... He's taking calls from his law partners and taking text messages. He's trying to figure out what to do. He's trying to process January 6th. His phone is blowing up. He's, you know, that's happening. On the other side, I got three or four more other people, right? In walks Patrick Burns, sits down right next to me. Doesn't even look at me, says, hey, how you doing? I go, hey, how you doing? I had met him the, the day before. Looks over at Mayor Giuliani and says, I need a pardon. Did you talk to President Trump about that pardon? I need a pardon. So, so Scott, I just threw this at you. Why would you do that? Why would you? So Patrick Byrne, Patrick Byrne needs a pardon. Was I didn't know he was prosecuted or had a. I didn't know any of it either. I didn't even know who he was until the fifth when I met with him to walk through the model. And I don't have anything against Hmm. Patrick Byrne. I just want to know what you need a pardon for. And why would you walk in and ask? Why would you walk in and ask? Mayor Giuliani, whether or not he, he got that pardon done from President Trump for Patrick Byrne. Well, he's either a criminal or he was, um, what should I say, falsely charged by the black hat FBI for something he didn't do. Who knows? All right. Where'd those charges go? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> where'd they go? I think it is imperative that we stop bullshitting around and get to the bottom of what happened in 2020. I think it's important. And look, I've kept that, that has been in my head, written down. Uh, Somebody actually approached me about this conversation outside of it. My personal security detail was there. It's well-documented going all the way back, written, documented, done, right? I want to know why. I want to know why. And I'll tell you right now, your mind probably went the same place that my mind went as you went, why does it have to bring like this up while I'm here? 
I but love it. The re- because of who you are is why I brought it up. What conclusion can you come from that? From the Patrick Byrne thing or about the election being stolen by the machines? Well, we know the election was stolen by the machines. But why would sure. Patrick Byrne ask for a pardon? Why? Don't, don't know. I have no idea. I, you know, I knew he was involved in this operation. He publicly went on Fox News and everywhere else talking about an operation that he went in uh, to try to, I don't know if it was adversely affect Hillary Clinton or, or if it was something against Trump. I know I don't think he voted for Trump post Trump's election. Then he was asked by, I guess, black hats to do something. It's like, again, all I can say about it, Patrick Byrne is not the guy with his hand on the lever for the worst shit happening on the planet. No, he's right? not. I'm looking at Klaus Schwab and George Soros and company yeah. and the other people they're taking down. I see Patrick every month. Seems like a nice guy to me. I say hello to him. Um, you know, I don't, I can't say I have any research I've done on Patrick because uh, I don't really care <laughs> because he's not my target. He, whether I, whether I, let's say Patrick did something bad and I spend my time exposing Patrick, what did that do to stop the trafficking? What did that do to stop the Federal Reserve theft of our wealth? Nothing. Well, That's why you, I keep. I'm glad. I'm glad you said that. So then, let's lead it down the path of the effect that I've had out on the marketplace. And Scott, you've had the same thing. You've been censored. You've been cut off. You've been boycotted, banned. Why? Do you? They don't cut the tongue out of the person that's telling the that, that's lying. They cut the tongue out of the person that's telling the truth. Mm-hmm. So, so, yeah. So, so. I kind of. I just. I don't know what point I, I should make, but I'm, I just, you know, look, since 1990, my brain has been glued to geopolitics, just has been. And for, from 1990 to 2006, worked elected politics, wanted to become a United States Senator. That was my target, keeping my public profile clean, manageable, and, you know, spoke and acted in a way that could lead to them not going backwards and saying, look at this guy, he's a real piece of shit. Actually, no, I conducted myself in an honorable way all through that course of my life. And uh, 06, I realized that they're all scumbags, half are criminals. And I don't want anything to do with what was once my dream. I walk away. Nine years later, I see this uh, miraculous announcement for presidency by this guy. Listen to him five minutes. I thought, oh my God, I never saw him coming. I never saw him coming. This is it. This is the one that can do what has to be done. And then, uh, then I was like, okay, I, I went public, supported him, got beat up by my Republican friends. Uh, once he won, I retracted because of the insanity. And then BLM and Antifa are deployed after four years of insanity and then watching that shit happen. Then I blew a stack. And I was like, okay, fuck this. If nobody's going to do it or say it or call out black America for their bullshit, believe in being dumb enough to believe the party that was a party of Southern slavery, fought a war to keep me in chains, was uh, created a paramilitary wing of the KKK that killed a lot of them, uh, was it started or passed the Jim Crow laws, tried to keep the Civil Rights Act from being passed, two different eras, didn't vote for not one vote for the 13th and 14th Amendments. How the hell can you people vote for a party that's done that to you? Call them out, black people. Call. I told my friends face to face, and I'd say this to 100 of them, how the hell can you vote for a party? And I'd list these things. They didn't even know. So, okay, on top of that, 
I figure out the Bush family, Clinton, Mossad, CIA, all the scumbags drop the tower, turn it into a war. We go after uh, a, a new enemy, new enemy, Muslims. Muslims, they're horrible, terrible people. And so we have 34,000 people maimed and destroyed, burned from head to toe, living horrible lives, limbs gone, soldiers killed. We, I, finally, I'm like, why doesn't anybody say anything about this shit? You guys are forking murders. You're scumbags, criminals, thieves. If you're serving in Washington, D.C., don't give a shit. What you're doing, I, you've got Jim Jordan, Louis Gomer, those guys that are we believe are good guys fighting. But 99.9% of these people are scumbags because they say they're going to go fight for us and they all go there and get along. If you're going to take down the problem, you better sound like me inside the halls of Congress or you're full of shit like the rest of them. That's the only thing that I saw and felt when I said this bull, if the world, if nobody in the world's going to say the truth and call these people out for what they are, I guess I'm going to have to do it myself. I don't want anything to do with this. I, I could have been public a long time ago in many ways. I've been asked to run for Congress in California. I was asked to run for an assembly district seat there, which both I could have won. I'm like, yeah, not interested. And I was pursuing that. Why? I couldn't do anything because these people are insane in California. You go to the state assembly there. What are they doing there? The economy is falling apart um, and they have a, a bill on the floor like save the gay whales or some stupid like that. You're like, this is what really goes on. That it's, like, it's like the well, gay monkeys except for their whales. Yeah, they were. Yeah, they're just. There's like a million monkeys equal a whale, you know. So, <laughs> it was insanity, and and so that's why you know I don't want anything to do with this. I don't want to be public in any way, shape, or form anymore in my life, and uh, and I decided to go public and um, rain down a storm on the worst people that probably just want me dead. And I'm like, I hope that doesn't happen. But if it does, so be it. I I can't live. I can't live in a country where they're serving kids up for dinner. These elitists and and horrible bags i can't just sit back and say this is okay if america is going to sit back and say yeah this underground trafficking system pulls 2.2 million kids off the planet every year puts them underground and do sadistic horrible shit. we're talking to the likes of dick cheney george bush clinton obama all the people you think were heroic except reagan trump and of course kennedy those guys are excluded from it they're the, they were the heroes that went after them but the royal families around the world top hollywood people big tech ceos doing this stuff to kids why don't we burn down everything that these bastards own or have ever built and then take their heads from their shoulders okay. because in a world that my god created that's the only thing that's important to me All that's right. it so 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 let's say that let's say that you're right we do exactly that okay we have seen uh gizlane maxwell with pretty Ghislaine, much the, the, is silent. what's that Yes, is silent okay Just Ghislaine. Ghislaine. Whatever, Ghislaine, Ghislaine. She gets Ghislaine because she's a pedophile. We'll call her Grizzly elder. Maxwell. I, I yeah. think that covers it. Grizzly Maxwell. So, so, obviously not my friend. <laughs> um, but she, she's with everybody. I mean, Jeffrey Epstein is like the is like the 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 pedophile of all pedophiles and he's hanging out with these people and flying people to his his little he's island. He's still just the tip of the iceberg. He's still just the tip of the iceberg. Okay. Yeah. We have eight people that they sealed that they didn't want anybody to know about inside of the trial for Maxwell. Okay. Wh who's the other guy? Weinstein out of California hangs out with with Oprah and everybody else, gets arrested for raping women over 30 years. And and Scott, the world is silent. I'm not saying that my neighborhood is silent. I'm saying the world is silent. I'm saying that the people that are in the judiciary, the people in the legislative branch, the people, they're not even pursuing bills to make this more of a crime 
They're not doing things to elongate, which they should, the statute of limitations. If anything, they're trying to basically do the research to figure out how they can shorten that period of time because they're a part of it. We got a pizza place in, in uh, Washington, D.C. that they said Pizzagate that was fake. But all of the indictments that have come out are based on the information that was released in Pizzagate prior to it being public. We, we have a serious problem here. We have a problem with, we have no morality inside of our leadership, and they've created a cult by themselves. You want to talk about a cult? They say that Trump is a cult. They are exactly what they say that they are fighting or, or that the other people are. They're the racist. They're the cult. Only this cult has no accountability, Scott, and it goes all the way as deep, all the way to the election. It goes all the way to the election, all the way up. We, we can see it. It's, it's easy to see. Well, the big problem we have is that the elective, uh, you know, the, the, the body of voters in this country, <clears throat> look, the Democrats are what they are, right? We know that the Democratic Party is a crime syndicate. It's been proven. It'll be proven in the right court, whether it's judicial process or military tribunals. The, and to be, a, to be a, a Democrat that continues to support them, you know, what do you say about these people? They have a low frequency, low vibration. Uh, they don't have the same kind of DNA that we do because they don't care if there's cheaters, liars, rapists, or thieves, just so my party, who I'm aligned with, because that's the cult, wins. That's all they care about. Yeah. The Republic, the biggest problem in this country, and I've said this before, I back up Ayn Rand's assertion of the conservatives in this country. She came here from Russia in the 20s, was the most prominent philosopher of the 20th century, objectivist philosopher. I've read all of her work. You probably call me one of her disciples, with the exception that she doesn't agree with mysticism. She doesn't believe in God. That's where I have to draw, you know, draw a line. I asked the Southern Baptist minister, friend of mine, who I went to his behavioral science institute that he founded, and uh, he's kind of a mentor, go-to guy. Called him one day and said, "Hey, you know, I have a real problem. I, I completely everything that Ayn Rand has ever written. It resonates. It, it describes everything I feel about about life, the world, uh, politics, social, uh, social." Um, uh, structures, whatever. And she, and he said, I said, but my problem is she's an atheist. He said, why should that bother you? I said, because she's an atheist. He said, look, Scott, all truth comes from God. Doesn't matter who says it. Truth is truth. I thought, wow, he really let me off the hook. But here's what she said. She said, the conservatives are the true evil in this country. It's not the liberals. Right. And I'm like, let me dig into this. She's dead. Right. She was dead. Right. And this is for the Republicans. They need to swallow hard on this and keep it down and digest it and then put it out the other end. We've been told from day one, we know that the socialists knew in the 20s that they would never win an election with their philosophy. So they had to ad adopt or adapt themselves or be adopted into it. One of the major parties, Democratic Party obviously was fairly aligned with them. So that's where they infiltrated and hijacked. There's no Democratic Party, it's a socialist party. But she said the true evil is the conservatives because the liberals will tell you, if you give us power, we're going to enslave you. We're going to do this. That We're going to take Terry to cradle to grave. We're going to do this. They tell us everything they're going to do. This is what we're going to do. The conservatives, mind you, since the 20s or 30s have said, if you give us power, we'll stop it and make sure that never happens. We'll protect your liberty. How's that worked out in 100 years? We have gone to the brink. We watched what happened in 94. It's the greatest night of my life up to that point. The 94 Republican Revolution, 
52 seats in the house that night, 10 in the Senate. I was dancing outside and outside of the condo that I lived in, screaming in the air, 2.30 in the morning, watching Ollie Norse race come in late, bummed out about that. Romney losing to Ed, uh, Ed uh, what's his name, Kennedy. Those are the only two, two bad moments of that whole night. We give the Republicans power. What do they do with it? What did they do? Okay, we did well in the nine, nine out of the 10 points of the contract with America passes, but Clinton hijacked them and took credit for it. They yeah. let them do it. Then Gingrich started to negotiate with the Democrats and being conciliatory, right? I mean, and I could get out, I won't get into the minutia, but then we have a we got we got stuck in the back on that impeachment of Clinton because the the Senate Judiciary Committee limited what the House was allowed to present in that to Monica Lewinsky when they had enough crimes to put him in prison for life. Hillary and Bill, and that came from David Shippers, a left-wing liberal Democrat. A Clinton fundraiser lawyer from Chicago, who they brought in to be to be the impeachment investigator, and he wrote the book Sellout: How those guys sold out the country to make sure Clinton wasn't removed from power because they didn't want to run against the sitting president Al Gore in 2000 because it's harder to unseat a president. So, together, what what do they do? They leave Clinton in there. Should have been in prison, and Hillary strung up in prison. But now we get George Shrub. They negotiated their uh, way, they negotiated their way out of it. Yeah, which they, they, they forked over the United States, the Constitution, the people, and then they buried us because we get shrub in there, obviously. What does he do? Bigger spender than LBJ. The Republicans have forked us over all of my adult life. And this is what people have to get their heads around. These clowns are not supporting or working for we the people. They're working for supporting and delivering for the United States Corporation. Even though it's bankrupt and defunct and dismantled, the criminals just kept on going, just like 99, the second, third and final bankruptcy of the United States. It's over. What did they do? Russell J. Gold captures the uh, Title IV flag. U.S. Navy signs on with him, et cetera, et cetera. Uh, and what happens? They just continued on. And they're always going to be criminals. And the look, if I know this, the Republican leadership and party's known it for decades. Why aren't they raining down the shit storm that I do? Because they're scumbags. They're in on it. They have a life of privilege. They have a life of posterity now that they've been willing to sell us out. They don't do anything for we the people. They're still scumbags. They're still criminals. And that's why I get like this, because America needs to wake the hell up. These bags are never going to save we the people. That's why everybody has to get in an energy frequency that I am and say enough of the bullshit. We need to pour into the streets by the millions in 15 cities and say we're taking the country back because what happens when we do that when the numbers come they remember calchescu and when that was all tipped off you get a hundred thousand people at the gates and they finally break they even the worst tyrants are their mtps they're criminals and cowards just like trudeau who's running and hiding in a safe location because yeah. the people are coming alive thank you canada by the way Thank you, Canadians, for showing the Americans what it's like to be a patriot because we have too many Americans still sitting on the sidelines while they're now killing our kids. They're wiping out our military with a death jab, et cetera, et cetera. Et cetera. Where the hell is the Republican Party? Where are they? Where are they? Well, they're not. I mean, you go yeah. all the way up, go back well, all the way up to 2016. Sorry, Max, go ahead. No, no, I just, we have to read an ad and we're going to not get paid if we don't read the ad. All right, let's read the ad. <laughs> Uh, this podcast is sponsored by Air Medicare Network, the premier insurance plan to cover you and your household should any of you suffer a medical emergency and need to be airlifted to a hospital. It's really simple. It starts at $85, covers your entire household for one year. And should anyone need to be airlifted, you won't pay one cent. 
for that air medical transportation flight as long as you're flown by an AMCM provider. And don't worry, they fly over 100,000 patients a year. So here's the deal. You're going to go to the link in our description, airmedcarenetwork.com forward slash daily. And you're going to want to make sure you use promo code daily as well, because then not only are you going to get a great deal, but they're going to give you up to $50 back. It's free money. So again, go to airmedcarenetwork.com forward slash daily and use promo code daily to get up to $50 back. I tried to chime in when you guys were talking about the divisions. I want to share a little bit. Can I share a little bit of good news? Can I share some good news on the division front, Joe? Is there some? Yeah. Yeah, Yeah, there is. If we put up my screen, Mr. Producer, our video, Election Fraud Roundtable with Dr. Shiva and David Clements, has been restored on Rumble. Joe Von Pulitzer has not filed a lawsuit (laughs) within the 10 business days as required. (laughs) This is now back up online. So right now, it has 32,000 views. I want everyone to go over there and watch it at least 10 times. Let's pump up these numbers. (laughs) Let's spread the good word. Scott's Scott's up there going, uh, can't we just talk about what we're we're seeing? Okay, I'm going to talk about what we're seeing. We had the House. We had the Senate in 2016. President Trump is in office. What happened for two years, Scott? Nothing. Mm -hmm. Nothing happened. You Told got you. Priebus, who's the head of the GOP, absolutely on the take. You have the rhinos out there, the, the, the radical left. They're all the same. Everyone out there, listen to me. You want to be an ambassador for truth? Here's the truth. They don't care about you because they would talk about things that really affect you, like 52 cents on every dollar going straight into the government so they can hand it out to foreign interests. They would talk about the fact that education environments have been eroded to a place where you, they're non-existent that English and math and basic principles that you need in order to be successful have been taken away from everyone except for the elite. We could talk about that. We could talk about the fact that we, we could talk about wages. We could talk about the inner city. We could talk about rather, they would talk about what's happening in their own community and say, we're eating our own, but they don't do that. They don't do that. Cause they're all in it together, all in it together. They, they, they divvy up the road to each other and here, you take this part, you take this part, and we're going to attack anybody and everyone that stands up with courage. It is disgusting. Yeah. It's it's disgusting, Scott. It's disgusting. I, I yeah, pray. I think the, I think the worst. I got friends. Yeah. You and I both have friends that are running for public office. I mean, you know, obviously a guy like Joey Gilbert. I've said this a number yeah. of times. If Joey Gilbert can win the governor's race in Nevada, uh, unseating, uh, well, not unseating, but at least stopping the criminal sheriff out there that helped the FBI engineer a cover-up of a slaughter, 652 people shot, how many killed in that that whole uh, deep state attack on, on hu- uh, humanity or Americans, uh, trying to keep this guy from getting to the governorship. And he takes down Sislak, who was the commissioner at the time they covered his shit up, and is a scumbag uh, a governor there who's killed a lot of people with these policies and not letting ivermectin or co- HCQ be distributed. He changes the entire political landscape of the country if he wins. We've got Cordy Williams out there. We've got uh, Wendy Rogers has been on our, our our Patriot Street Fighter tour come out. We've had we got uh, uh, Leon Benjamin out running for Congress. We've got Doctor Mark they, Sherwood. Who they out. stole that from? They stole that from. They stole they stole yeah. Leon Benjamin's last and and twenty twenty. He was one yeah. of the people that got his uh, election stolen. Yeah, and so you know we got friends of ours running for these offices, and I just I'm like. <laughs> I, I can't imagine even wanting if I won at one of these a race like that that I would have to step in to this den of thieves. Like 
I don't, I wouldn't even want to be around these people. I wouldn't want to go up against them. Not because I don't, I'm afraid I'm going to go up against them out here. I'm going to tell the whole world. I'm going to smear so much shit across their faces that nobody will ever not be able to smell them as soon as they come onto a TV screen. Like, oh, that's one of those scumbags Scott McKay talks about. They have not fought for the people. They never have them. They're never going to. The only thing we can do is dismantle this architecture, which is what's inevitably going to happen. They're going to dismantle it because they're, they're still fighting and working for the United States Corporation owned by the International Monetary Fund and the European Central Bankers that have been running this country, gobbling up land called national parks and all this shit forever. Like, when are we going to see it? And say the politicians aren't there to help us. The politicians are there to protect us, protect the, the, the cabal from us. If they weren't so afraid of our power, why would they lie to us? Why would they lie to us? Why would they seal documents on every damn thing that's important? Why do they seal Kirsten W.'s death certificate in Camarillo, California, St. John's Hospital? Everything's a secret. We can't let them know that. We have to seal it. Kennedy's records. All this Everything. Seal it. But, but Wait here, a minute! But Still here's the problem. Let, then let's let's just get it out there. Let let's have let's have public trials. If if, if they can't show up for the trials, let's have public trials, and then let's send yeah. two hundred people, two hundred of our own people, to say, "Hey, we're here to arrest that person. Well, what are you going to do to him? We're going to try him and hang him for treason." You say, "Oh, yeah. oh, you can't do that." Where, where yes, does it you say can. that some <laughs> what does it say that some judge sitting in some place being paid to basically be the shills of these corrupt people? is the only mm -hmm. one that gets to decide what somebody gets charged or not charged. And where are the DAs? Where are the attorney generals? Where is Merrick Garland? You know where he is? He's getting paid. He's getting paid. He's getting paid to destroy and disrupt the American people's lives. That's what he's being paid to do. It's, it's disgusting, Scott. It's disgusting that we're even having this conversation. It's disgusting that we have to go around the country talking about freedom and getting people off their ass. It's disgusting. Well, they're doing what they're paid to do. They're doing a remarkable job. It's an honorable job that these judges and these people and, you know, these judges and these attorneys, it's an honorable job they're doing. They're doing the right thing for maritime and admiralty law, law of the sea. Humans are dead vessels, right? Dead vessels of the sea. Until we undo the whole birthright or birth, uh, uh, birth certificate bullshit, you know, where they have, there's only two places in the world you'll find your name capitalized every letter, your birth certificate and your tombstone. Why? It's, do the research on that. You'll figure it out. But they're doing a marvelous job that they've been tasked to do. People have to understand the system that they're serving is designed to destroy us. For them to allow statutes, statutory, whatever you call, call it law, it's not law. Their statutes are what we are supposed to abide by. It's not about a system of laws. It's the, this, the legality or the illegality of the statutes that they just wantonly establish and put on paper and say now you have to abide by the statute that's not that has nothing to do with the magna carta has nothing to do with the declaration of independence it has to do with the system they put in place that they they again our scumbag politicians back in the 1790 1789 and in 1871 both of those years those scumbags sold us out and forked us and found helped the british crown find a way to put their boot heel on the back of our neck again through this bullshit, especially admiralty and maritime law. So all these judges and all of these attorneys who are part of the bar, which is a British something registry, to the crown, that's who they're serving. We have to get America educated on this is why they're able to get away with it. This is why they're not doing a bad job. They're doing a great job in the system meant to enslave us.
and that's and really what's is, happening. And, and it is slavery. There's no question it's slavery. And that hundred percent. And but 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 if if we back up just a little bit, I want I want to back up on something just just quickly, and and that is when when we start talking about you know, what, what has happened in the country and what people are subjected to. And you talk about the, the maritime and that you, the, I think that Ann Vandersteel actually did this. She, she separated herself from and says, I'm not paying taxes anymore. Right. She became an American state national. Yeah. yeah American state, state national. national. Are you an American yeah, state got national? herself out of the system. I'm working on it right now. Yeah. There's a lot of people working on it. What, what happens when we're yeah. all out and we're not paying taxes and we're just walking away from it? What happens when we all do well, it at the same time? We say, we're all done. Now yeah. what? That and what? that's the thing. It's, it's, look, criminals are going to still be criminals. They're going to be people they probably just throw in jail for doing it. I was warned about that last night. Why? Can they do it legally? No, they don't give a shit about legal. Can they do it lawfully? They don't give a shit about lawfully. They'll just bring the thugs in and throw you in jail. And I hate to say this, but until enough Americans are ready to meet the face and down the barrel of a gun with their own gun and outnumber these people, that's the only way we win. I hate to say it. I'm not encouraging that. If it gets to that, a lot of innocent people on the other side are going to go down, be well, killed, dead, shot. Well, because, we talk about Ammon Bundy. What did he do? He stood up against yes, the... They stood up against him. And look what happened. These ranchers... You ever hear this about the, the fox and the rabbit? You ever hear that story of the fox and the rabbit? So a fox and a rabbit, right? Fox is going to chase the rabbit. Now, we know the fox, obviously, is smarter than the rabbit is faster than a rabbit, is quicker in the short run, more agile, but more often than not, the fox does not catch the rabbit. Why? Because the fox is running for his lunch. The rabbit's running for his life. That's the federal government's of fox and Ammon, and Ammon Bundy and company. Those guys were running for their life. That's why those ranchers showed up hundreds on horseback. You guys want to do this? Let's go. Let's go. Because right now, this is our life, our livelihood. This is 150 years of family and national tradition. If you want to go, let's see who's got balls. Let's see what, which one of you don't want to go home to your kids tonight. Which one of you can envision yourself in a box being put in their ground with dirt shoveled on it? Because I myself, I look at that as I'll be going out in heroic fashion. I'll always be remembered that. And I delivered my own victory for humanity on behalf of we the people. You scumbags won't do it because criminals always run, they hide, they get busted, they throw their friends under a bus to save their ashes because they're afraid to go to the prisons they put all of our friends in. That's what the country is going to end up coming to if Trump, military, the movement worldwide to bring down this criminal empire doesn't happen. It's going to come to that because at some point, I keep warning about the powder keg. One wrong spark at the wrong time on this powder keg that whole thing goes off. There's no stopping it. And the problem with the other side is we massively outnumber them by the billions, number one. Number two, you're going to have vigilantes and vindication is going to be the number one driver of justice. There will be no legal or law system of law to save the criminals from what comes next. Because when it goes, the people are like, no, 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 no. There is no forgiveness. Oh, go ahead and run. You're getting it in the back. This is what I've been warning about so we don't get to this. Because unfortunately, on the other side, there's good guys on the inside that are trapped in a bad system. Innocently enough, they're going to get taken out too if this thing goes that way. But if the threat of us and we the people meet the barrel of their gun in, in that fashion, which it always is that way because the U.S. Postal Service brought 200 billion rounds of 45 hollow points. Department of Homeland Security. 
bought 2 billion rounds of hollow point 45s. Why are they going to shoot somebody coming into the country across the border? Never. All these billions of rounds that the federal government bought, you think they're not going to enforce their law, their lies and their crimes, but the barrel of a gun. Why do you think they buy up all this ammunition? Why do you think they shut down our purchase of ammo? Why do you think they try to take our guns away? They're scared to death of us because if we finally tip over like the Bundys did and said, okay, mono a mono, you criminals against us, we the people, let's go. Anyways, I'm out of time because I got to get on my radio show. Yeah, but absolutely. I'm hey, listen. you guys got before that so I could decompress my angst. Hey, now get, I'm have get it real- all out. Hey, I want to show you something. You ready, Scott? And everybody yeah, else, yeah. pay attention because uh, we're going to show you how to get this. I told you before that I want to stand up for the for for those people. See my shirt. See if I can do this. I love it, man. One six twenty one. I love it. Right. That's awesome, man. So, that's awesome. So that so that's the T-shirt that we we got. And we have a company that is doing a giveaway for a truck. So we went to this company and said, "Hey, listen, it's actually pretty cool. It's called Enterforce," and they're like, "Yeah." Hey, what if we put your T-shirts in there and we we made it so that they could actually win a Ford F four fifty? I'll get to that in a second. I'll say goodbye to you, Scott. Hey, Scott. God bless you, brother. I'll see you in the street. Step in the gap, shoulder to shoulder, brother. Love you guys. Thanks for being in the fight. Thanks, Thanks for letting me offload some steam. It helped me a lot tonight. Love you go, guys. Go grab the uh, tomahawk. <laughs> see you, brother man. <laughs> Bye, guys. So, Max, I don't know if you want to put it up on your screen, but Enterforce, E-N-R-F-O-R-C-E.com, Enterforce. They have a giveaway. So this is a deal where you can buy T-shirts and buy a bunch of stuff, and you can win this truck. It's a Ford F450 or 550. Let me see here real quick. Ford, a 2021 F450 Platinum. It's wrapped in satin blue metallic, and it's got a little... Uh, can-am maverick rc turbo um, on the back of it and a trailer it's kind of cool so max if you go to the t-shirt section of this i'll kind of explain this to people we have a code for you that gets is it five thousand more one i'm sorry one thousand extra one thousand extra one thousand one thousand extra bonus entries you go to t's um, i don't know if they have it on the women's t's i think they do but it's right up front you click on that it's in white or black, uh, but it is free our people, and it has a date, 1-6-2021. Now, they, a certain portion of all these funds also go to support our veterans. Um, so we're working on something to support, our, uh, to, to support our prisoners of war that are in jail in Washington, D.C. and around the nation. So anyway, it's Enterforce, E-N-R-F-O-R-C-E. Guys, if you're on the audio version, you can't hear this. But I have a T-shirt on that says free our people. So if you go to the T-shirt section, I think they might have it on a sweatshirt as well. But it is free our people. It has a date 1-6-2021, or excuse me, 1-6-21 on the front and the back. Uh, but it is definitely yeah. a way that um, it, it, is a, it is not, a, it is not a, a subtle jab. It is an absolute jab at the fact that they are abusing our prisoners. So go there. And, and, the, and the big part is that when you buy a T-shirt, you're not just getting a T-shirt. You're getting entered into the running to win that truck. To win yeah, that truck. Get- so truck. So the real reason you have to use this promo code CD21. You can also use CD22 since technically it's 2022. But we always say CD21. So CD21 gets you a 1,000 extra bonus entries. 
So you buy yeah. this shirt. I don't know how many entries you get per shirt, but you get an extra thousand. Yeah, I think it's eight hundred. So I think it, I said it was eight hundred. It's it's an, it's a no brainer. So, so, so look, head this on company's been around for a long time. They they do this every uh, eight or ten weeks. We thought it was a fun way that we could put some of the things out there. There's some other great stuff that they have. It's all quality stuff. So the t-shirts are quality, um, and uh, you know I'd like to actually say that someone that on our show won the truck. Here's the thing, guys. I want to sell two hundred thousand, five hundred thousand. I want to sell a million of these shirts. A million of them. A million of these shirts. A million of them. Free our people. Nobody has taken the time to put anything up of any substance that, that says that is that message very clearly. Free our people. We talk about hashtags. We talk about it. Walk around and be about it. Be a walking billboard for the fact that we want to free our people and let people know that what they've done to our people is abhorrent. It's embarrassing. So free our people. Go to Enterforce, E-N-R-F-O-R-C-E.com. And go to the T-shirt section. It's forty bucks for a T-shirt. Use code CD twenty one. That's Charlie David twenty one. I told you I've been working on this. I finally got it done. We we designed it. It's a great. I mean, I think the design's pretty sexy. Myself, it's pretty sexy. Um, I might have already bought five of them. So uh, they do run a little bit small. So I normally wear an XL. I have a double XL, and I'm not that big. Well, I mean, my arms are kind of that big, but other than that, you know. <laughs> I'm not big, like down here big. Oh. So it's always good to have Scott on. Yeah, no, he 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 gets fired up. He gets fired up. He he talks so fast, throwing up different things. It's it's hard to keep track of all of it, but it's passion that is absolutely unmatched. Yeah, and uh, we we definitely do appreciate having him on. We are out of time, Joe. We're out so of do time. Do you want to read the outro? Do you want me to? Yeah, do it? I'm gonna I'm gonna read it out. And Joe, uh, you didn't have to get a haircut just because I got a haircut. I got I got a haircut. You didn't have to get good, a haircut huh? just because I got and a haircut. And it was long. My hair was getting long. He's trying to copy long. me. He's trying to copy and, me. And they got uh they were they gave me this like head massage and I go to this place called Scissors and Scotch. So you drink a scotch and you get a haircut. <laughs> Bourbon all that. A haircut. <laughs> um yeah, listen, it we, we have that podcast we're going to put up that Joe Vaughn, it's uh, Dr. Shiva. I don't particularly like his delivery. I don't like the delivery of, of going after Joe Vaughn, but after looking through all of the information that I've looked through for Javon, you know, he came after us because he didn't want anybody to see this video. He didn't want anybody to see it because it was true. <laughs> he didn't want anybody to criticize yeah. him. He didn't want Shiva. And then he went after Shiva and said, Shiva is a, a communist. Okay. Because he put up a post about revolutions. Just so you know, Call it whatever you want. We're in the middle of a, of a cultural revolution against our country right now, and he's on my side. He's sitting right next to me, and he's fighting for the fact that they have stolen elections. I'll take him every day of the week, twice on Sunday, as opposed to a fraudulent guy who is talking about things that he knows nothing about, and I mean nothing. Uses the wrong vernacular, doesn't do the hard work, tells us the reports are going to come out. They don't come out. So if you push this, this takedown notice which he did all over the place. I'm going to take down these videos. Now is the fun part. The videos out. came back up. We put the videos back up. We're going, to, we're going to share it everywhere so you can get access to it. And on top of that, go ahead and tell Jovan if you're here and you're visiting and you watch Jovan, go ahead and tell him that you just need to figure out which lawyer is going to represent him because there's actual damages. And the damages yeah. 
you know, it, it hurts our reputation. It hurts, hurts a lot of things. So we're going to, yeah, we're going to have fun with that too. Sorry. No, he, he, there are damages when, when you, when you improperly, I don't want to say fraudulently because they'll say, Oh, it's defamation. When you improperly apply copyright knowingly and deliberately imply copyright uh, actions against someone else's work, and you get it taken down, you are liable for damages for every single day it's taken down. And yet he had 10 business days to file suit. It's not just 10 days because we had Martin Luther King in there, Martin Luther King Day, and we had two weekends. So I think it's it's up to like 15 calendar days that he is now liable for damages, not just for what that that video uh, getting taken down might have caused us, but also for the reputational damage uh, of his lies. Because he was talking about it on other shows. And, and, and he knows. I, I've asked him to come back on the show. And, and I, I was going to devote an entire show to Javon Pulitzer. The entire, I was going to do a whole show on him. I was literally going to annihilate him from his crystals to his past business dealings. I even what's, had one of his ex-business partners. I had one of his ex-business partners literally called me and said, I'll go on the show and I would dare him. I would dare him to, to actually say what I'm not saying is true. <laughs> so I went, eh. Wait, wait, wait. Wait, what, what, what's going on with the crystals? He sells crystals. Did you, did you know that? What does that mean? Like geodes? I, he sells crystals. Oh, just crystals. Does he claim that the crystals have magical powers? Pretty much, I think. Or does he just sell them because he likes them? Because I, I, I there's, there's two different things. There's yeah. people who collect geodes, and there's people who believe yeah. that if you put the geode in the same room as you, you're going to get a little taller. Yeah, so, I mean, if, if that, I don't know. It's definitely not going to make you slimmer, or he's not eating his own crystals. So there's that. <laughs> you, don't eat the tr- you don't eat the crystals. You just take in the aura. So the you soak it in. Um, that that gets me to the other part, right? Which is how you how you conduct yourself. I'm not afraid to fight. I feel bad for the person that ends up being the one to step in front of me that, that all the aggression over the last year and a half, I get to unleash on them. I'll pray for them afterwards. But I, I do need us to understand, you, you see that we're in all of these fights right now, Max. We're in all these fights. Pennsylvania, they just declared that, that the mail-in ballots was unconstitutional, like leaving way like 40, for the like, legislative like 40%, branch. I mean, 40% of all ballots never should have been counted. Never, which means yeah. they never should have gotten those. You look at what's happening in Wisconsin, and what Tim uh, Rantham did, and, and the evidence that he has, you look at the evidence in Colorado, the evidence in Colorado that shows the epicenter of Dominion voting system here, the fraud in the machines. We were able to mount both drives. And the fact that right after the election, they did the trusted build in order to get rid of the evidence. To get rid of the evidence. And we proved it. And the Secretary of State still running around acting with impunity after a lawsuit was put against her by the very county clerk and recorder that, 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 that she's now attacking. You have a woman who was that worked in the election office for Tina Peters in Mesa County that lost her job. Now, this is important. Lost her job. We're going to do an entire section on this. I'm going to do an entire video on this. I might do it after, after hours. I might do it just on Telegram. Matter of fact, I might do that tonight on Telegram. This woman literally right after, and I'm going to find it really quick while I'm doing this, right after was fired because she was, she was friends with, or excuse me, she was a colleague of Tina Peters. So they fired her. She filed for unemployment. Okay? 
She filed for unemployment. Max, do you want to know what happened with the unemployment claim to the state of Colorado after she was fired for the election office without giving her any? They they didn't even give her a reason. They just said, you're fired. Okay? Didn't provide her with any information. Fraudulently got rid of her. Do you want to know? Do you want to know what they actually did to her? Denied the unemployment. Denied the unemployment. So not not only did they fire her wrongfully from her job, but they denied her unemployment. So she can't pay her rent. I mean, think about that. That is the world that we live in right now. We live in a world right now where they act with impunity. And what Scott says about us going, just shaking the buildings down, do you think it's about violence? Do do you really think it's about violence? I, I would challenge you that it's not about violence. It's not about violence. Man, I tell you, it is, her name is Sandy, Sandy Brown. Sandy Brown. Sandy Brown was fired as the election manager in Mesa County because she stood up and said, yes, there was election fraud. We knew that there was election fraud. But we look at what's happening in Nevada. We look at what happened in, in, in Arizona. We see the things that are coming in Tarrant County. And the fact that the guy that actually works in Tarrant County in Texas, the guy that works in Tarrant County, Texas, used to work for Smartmatic and wrote the code. That's a true thing. Worked for Smartmatic. Now he's running elections down in Texas. The first time ever that a state that that county went from Republican to Democrat. How does that happen? Look, when I, when I talk about where we are right now, we're in the fight of our lives. But these people, the only reason they're winning is because you're not standing up. You're not doing the hard work. You're not standing in the gap. You're not protecting the people, freeing our people. And and what Scott said, Max, in closing for this, man, I could go on forever. I don't want to, but I could go on forever. But the thing that he said is, is that the conservatives are worse than the Democrats. They're worse. They represent a higher grade of evil. And I was like, whoa, big thing. Embrace that. Because we put our head in the sand. We act with fear. We don't stand up. We're not willing to give up anything. Ah, I'm not giving up my ham sandwich or my 60-inch TV or my good job. I can't give up any of that stuff. No, I got to feed my family. Man, it says first faith. Faith, family. It doesn't say family, faith. Faith first. God's always first. We have to operate with that, with, that, with that intent. Or we teach our kids to go down the same path and to be cowards. And this nation was not built on cowards. Yeah. All right, that's it. We're out of time. Well, one, like thing, one thing I want to add, one thing I want to add before we leave. We were originally going to launch Enterforce on the fem, on February 1st tomorrow. Yeah. I don't think the promo code has been changed yet. They had one promo code. I said it was too long. It was supposed to be CD21, CD22. I don't think they got around to changing yet. So that should go live tomorrow. But if, if it isn't working for you, use promo code CD1000, CD1000. I think so they changed it. More, well, people are saying in the comment section CD21 doesn't work. Ah, crap. Okay, um, so if it's not working, CD1000, CD1000, CD1000. <laughs> we'll, we'll, we'll re-verify tomorrow at the very beginning. I got really excited, by the way. Hey, there's no if there's no lady shirts, I will put the call in to make sure that they have lady shirts. We'll get that up as well. All right? We'll get that up as well. Hey, listen, I'm, I'm always going to speak truth to you. You may not like it. You may not like what I have to say. You may not even like the way I say it. But at some point, we have to stand up for truth. Now, that doesn't mean that I'm going to scalp everybody because somebody told me to. 
I scout people because they deserve to be scalped. I don't scout people because people tell me to. Okay, there's a difference. It doesn't mean we won't get to the same result. I asked some hard questions. I asked a question that nobody knows about. I also uncovered some stuff that certain people aren't going to be happy with, but I have questions. I have questions. Like, what does it mean? What does it mean to ask for a pardon? And here we are. So listen, if you like us, follow us on Rumble at Conservative Daily. If you want to know what I just, in reference to, if you just joined us, you'll have to go back and listen to the rest of the podcast. Um, you can find us live at conservative-daily.com, Rumble, DLive, Twitch, Frank Speech, and CloudHub under Conservative Daily. You can find us on Apple Podcasts if you're listening to the audio version, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, TuneIn, Podbean, iHeartRadio, Pandora, and Audible. We are now fully registered in all of those locations, so you can leave us a review and give us a five-star review and subscribe there as well. Share this episode if you like what you hear as someone who might enjoy it or might need to hear it. The biggest thing is might need to hear it. This is a country not built on cowards. This is a country built on people with courage, not cowardice. If you need a reminder when we go live, you can text the word FREEDOM to 89517 and sign up for our text word system. Use the description in our, in, uh, in the, as bottom, use the link in our description uh, to subscribe to our newsletter and you can get our facts plus. So you won't miss any of the important projects that we're working on right now. That's it for this episode of Conservative Daily Podcast. My name is Joe Oltman. My name is Max McGuire. Remember, the fight to take back our country is not over yet, but the only way we win is if we all stand up and fight together. <laughs>